Hi friends. Today, I hope that you take some time to take a few deep breaths, find stillness, and be with yourself for a few moments. To notice your body, anything that you're feeling or that's coming up for you, any tension that you can send your breath to, And yeah, that's just my hope for you today. And I wanted to start off the episode sending that loving, calming energy your way. And today we're going to dive into how learning to listen and be a good listener changed my life and how I hope it resonates with you and can also change your life. So a few years ago, I was in the car with my family on the way to see Christmas lights. My sister was in the back seat, and I remember when we finished the ride, we were about to get out of the car, she scoffed at me and was like, you just talked the whole time. You took up so much space. And at first I was defensive because I didn't think I spoke the whole time, and I wasn't aware of the fact that I was taking up a lot of space. And after I was in my feels for a little while, I remember I went back to her and I was like, you know, thank you for telling me that. It's something I'm going to work on. And over the next few years, I realized that listening was a skill that I hadn't cultivated for most of my life. I had been taught how to be a speaker. My mother was a preacher, which is so cool to have a mother as a pastor and watch her be a badass in the pulpit. Um, And those were the skills that I had been surrounded by. It's like really vocal, expressive women, which was so cool. What I had not learned how to do was to ask questions and to be really present with the person who I was speaking with. And so I'm going to drop some resources for you in here. I started reading or looking for books and podcasts about conversations, communication, and I found this book called The Advice Trap, by Michael Bungay Stanier, and he also wrote The Coaching Habit. It's like talk less, listen more, and change your life, something like that. And those books changed my life. I also watched a YouTube video called 10 Ways to Have a Better Conversation by Celeste Headley. Anyway, I was like up in, I was up in it. I was in the world of listening. And I wasn't in it to be perfect. To be honest, I was just really curious. And I wanted to show up better in my relationships, especially the ones with my family. You know, you only see your family, well, I can only speak for myself, but I see my family a few times a year, a handful of times, which low-key breaks my heart. I'm still trying to figure out a way to have us all in the same city again one day. But right now, that's not the reality. We're spread across the country. And when I reflected on what my sister had told me, I felt guilty and I felt sad that I had taken up so much space in this opportunity we had to share with each other an opportunity that I had to hear about what was going on in my brother and sister's lives and my parents lives and so I think I went off on a tangent let's bring it back so I'm in the world of listening yes okay I'm curious and want to show up better in relationships and these books, these resources taught me how to be a present listener. So I want to share a few things with you 
that I found to be extremely helpful as a launch point. I also cannot recommend enough that if you do not identify as someone who's a good listener or it's just something that you want to learn more about or practice, I definitely recommend these authors and these materials. But alas. So one thing that I learned from Celeste Headley in that video about 10 ways to have a better conversation that a lot of people will be in their own heads when they're talking with someone else. And instead of listening to the other person, they'll latch on to something that a person said, maybe earlier in the conversation, and then they'll start thinking about what they want to say next. And so in thinking about their response, they're no longer listening to the person speaking. And she said that she had seen this a lot in her career as a journalist and that it got really awkward sometimes, especially in interviews, when someone would have a response to a speaker and it would be so clear that the response was around something they had said, you know, minutes ago and that it was no longer relevant and just kind of left the conversation feeling like a dud. So... She recommended, and and this is something I really had to practice, she recommended trusting your listening skills rather than your speaking skills. And I remember she talked about the importance of being present with the speaker and really, really listening and following what they were saying. And she was like, you know, if you follow what someone says, usually when they finish speaking you will have something thoughtful to contribute or you'll have a follow-up question. She's like, or you can take a second to pause. You don't have to have an immediate response. And I thought, wow, I have never considered those options before. And I didn't even know that, I think my relationship to conversations previously had been let me share as much information as I can. Let me demonstrate that I'm an expert in whatever this person's talking about. You know, there was definitely ego attachment there. And what I wasn't doing was I wasn't learning. And I wasn't always showing the other person that I cared about what they were saying. It was almost like two people talking at each other, but not with each other. And so I started practicing that little by little. I'm not going to lie, y'all. It was a very difficult habit to break, um, but one that was so worth it. And I noticed myself going into my head when someone else was talking and trying to think about what I wanted to say next. And I, I would have to have a moment of awareness and say, okay, like you're doing this. Let's notice it, pause, and then let's get back into the conversation and listen to this person again. So that is one really great technique that I think is so helpful in cultivating better listening skills. Something else that I started doing was asking open-ended questions. So instead of yes or no questions, I would ask questions that began with who, what, when, where, why, how. So for example, instead of did you have fun on your trip? I would say something like, what was your favorite part of the trip? And giving people more to work with and more room for freedom and 
and creativity and imagination and how they wanted to respond. And I also got really good at asking people follow-up questions because I had paid so much attention to what they said. And I think mindset was huge for me too. Celeste Headley said something that has stuck with me since I first watched her video on YouTube. She said something on the lines of prepare to be amazed with every conversation you enter. She said everyone has their own lived experience. Everyone has something to share. Everyone has a story. And so expect to be amazed. And there's always something to learn from someone. And that has changed how I live my life in such beautiful ways. It has made me, honestly, it doing that really launched the beginning of my coaching career and made me a better friend. I think my relationships have become so much more abundant and more caring, a lot deeper and more thoughtful. And I have had friends come to me and say, thank you so much for seeing me, for hearing me, for making me feel valued. And one of my proudest moments recently, um, a few months ago, I had finished, I was having my final coaching session with someone who in our first meeting was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm an imposter. Just was so nervous about stepping into this new leadership position at work. And by the end of our six month coaching relationship, she had had a promotion, her performance, like she was one of the highest performing teams. Her team members were just thriving. They loved her. She was getting amazing feedback when she was just an amazing leader and an amazing manager. And I asked her at the end of our session for some feedback, you know, like what has been really helpful, what could have been better. And she told me, she said, you are such an amazing listener. She said, sometimes I didn't need anything but to feel heard and to have a space where I felt someone was listening to me. She was like, that was all I needed. And she was like, and I appreciate you not jumping in with advice. She said, I appreciate you just letting me have that space and asking me questions to reflect and really journey into myself to the answers that I didn't know I had within me. And so that, that was one of the most, that's been one of the most amazing moments I've had in the last year or so because I remember not knowing how to do that and not knowing what an impact it can have to be such a powerful listener and to help someone journey through a series of paying attention and asking good questions and really trusting that someone is an expert in their own lives and their own experience. And while advice can be helpful, you know, sometimes there's a place for advice in the world, I would say there's much more of a need in the world for good listeners that help us reflect internally on our own wisdom than for good advice givers who make us reflect externally on what someone else thinks we should do in a situation. We are experts in our own lived experiences. We have been through some things. And whether or not there have been positive outcomes from the life that we have lived, 
we have so many experiences we can pull upon and there are things we know that no one else knows that no one else can come up with there are things that only we carry within ourselves because only we have lived our life our very own unique life no one else has those experiences to pull from only we do and so i think in this episode i also just want to reiterate the importance of trusting yourself and doing the work you need to do to tune out the noise and really be with yourself. What are those thoughts that you have inside? What are experiences you've had that you feel you can pull from? And maybe you have negative self-talk. There's, that is so normal, and I think there's a lot of work we can do to practice listening to ourselves, to better that relationship, to hear the voice inside instead of tune it out, and to develop a relationship with our inner voice. Some people call it intuition, inner wisdom. And so I, yeah, just want to end this episode with saying being a good listener is a superpower. It has allowed me to live fuller, more interesting, more vibrant and connected life. And so I hope that you reflect on that. What kind of listener are you? Are are you happy with your listening skills? Do you learn when you're in conversations? Do you dominate conversations? Do you take time to really digest what the other person is saying and to hold space. Um, If you do, great. Kicking ass. And if you don't, I encourage you to be curious and to see what resources are out there. Also, making my plug, if you ever want to work with a coach around these skills, reach out to me at chispaleadership.com. That's C-H-I-S-P-A leadership.com. I would love to work with you and you can book a coaching call with me on that website. And in the meantime, some great resources again, um, I'll put in the show notes are the advice trap by Michael Bungay senior, the coaching habit by Michael Bungay senior, some really great questions in that book and 10 ways to have a better conversation, which is a YouTube video by Celeste Headley. I believe it's on Ted. Um, it's a TED talk with that. I hope you have a fabulous week. I will talk to you soon and I'm sending you all of the magic and loving energy for the rest of your day. Bye.